0: Friends, welcome to my podcast from sunny La Quinta, California. I don't know why I said welcome to La Quinta. You're not here, but I'm recording remotely from La Quinta because I came to visit my parents. Well, I originally came for one day with my friend Sabrina. She's been on the podcast, the infamous Keanu podcast, and then I just didn't feel like leaving, so I dropped her off at the airport, which I'll explain because she had to leave, and then I came back, and then. uh, Old fuzzy warbles, Christian Majeski stopped in for a day, and now he's here podcasting with me. Hey, do you like it here?
1: Yeah, it's uh, very warm.
0: Do you feel like you're retired already?
1: I've been retired for like ten years now. Are, sixty? Are you sixty? Sixty-five.
0: Have you been lying about your age because I already think you're like, like about fifty-five.
1: I have an AARP card. It's getting printed right now. Hmm should be on its way.
0: What were you doing in the 80s? What were you doing the year I was born? Uh, having kids. Having kids? You don't have kids? <laughs> You're not even responsible for kids. <laughs> enough for kids now. That's
1: true. <laughs> I barely can take care of my dog.
0: That's the funniest thing you've ever said. He's <laughs> you've tied, had kids. Tied up. No, don't be mean. You're so nice to Warren.
1: Oh, I love him. He's a great dude.
0: My mom's monitoring Warren right now. Um, so anyways, Christian's back. Christian the friend friend's back.
1: Back in Palm Springs.
0: No, you're back on the podcast. Oh, right. You're back in the saddle?
1: Back in the saddle on the podcast. Uh, back that's on the wagon? One of the best podcasts I've no, ever been on. No, back off I've the been wagon. A, been on the only podcast I've probably ever been on, but yeah.
0: Wait, that's really not a compliment. There's actually,
1: actually. a couple coming up.
0: You've, that you've been on?
1: There's a couple. Yeah, I'm getting a, I'm, I'm going to start my own, too. Okay,
0: cool. I like it. I, I'm, am I going to be a guest? Because I feel like that's pretty insulting that you've been on mine like three or four times now.
1: You've already been a guest.
0: Oh, but you said you're not going to release it.
1: Oh, I will. I'll release it. But we'll do another one.
0: He's just saying that's not to sound like a jerk right now. That's no, fine. I don't need to be on it. I'm definitely a jerk. <sighs> no, you're not. Uh, we sound like an old couple fighting for... Anywho. Uh, okay. <laughs> we are going to do... So I want to do some quick fire cre- questions with Christian. Wow. It's really hard to say questions in Christian. Especially with the speech impediment. Yeah. That's like a vocal warm up. Questions, Christian, Christians, questions to say that. That was time, actually uh, my
1: original name. My parents were gonna call me, <laughs> name me question, but then they changed it. They were like, well, we'll call him Christian. It's easier.
0: Because <laughs> when it was questionable, your sexuality was questionable. Like Your mental state was questionable. <laughs> your sexuality. <laughs> your- yeah,
1: my mental state, definitely. Uh, that's That would definitely go with that one.
0: <laughs> you like came out of the, the womb and they were like, ah, oh, shit, should we He's call like, him what question? Is th- what is that? Yeah, what is What's that this thing? Just called question? He's uh, shaped pretty boxy and uh, I don't... Uh, but he's kind of a wuss. I don't know.
1: He's strange looking.
0: Oh, no. You were a cute kid. Actually, you were a very cute kid. Better looking kid than me.
1: Except for the club feet.
0: You didn't have club feet. Oh, yeah. You did in one of those photos.
1: Uh, didn't it look like that? I don't think I did. I asked my mom. I'm like, did I have club feet? Let, she's me, like, let me look at one now. No. Nah.
0: They're pretty wide. Oh, no. They're not that bad. Ew, get them away. Get them away now. Ugh. <laughs> Put them away. Get a pedicure. <laughs> oh, God. You give him an inch. He like I
1: I've actually gotten pedicures before. Is that is is that questionable yes really no no it's no not. no i no, actually
0: not. appreciate that you're not like mangy
1: well i mean i don't like people touching my hands but i don't mind the pedicure it kind of feels pretty good okay. i fell i fell asleep
0: did you want to go to a spa here or sure is there yeah. a spa's I out mean, here? i mean you are retired yeah oh yeah it we're in palm springs it's palm springs la quinta whatever anyways all right i'm gonna do some quick fire questions for christian hit me and i mean you know Maybe I probably don't even know what your answer is to these because I really only talk about myself. So every time we hang out, I'm like, who are you again? Um,
1: you already forgot who your guest was, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're podcasting with Warren.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I love Warren. Okay. Sushi or pizza? Pizza. Highly.
1: I'm from New York. I would never choose sushi over pizza. I
0: think I'd go sushi.
1: What if even you're though a gas I'm Italian. Station? Would you take gas station sushi or pizza? Well, that, is,
0: that just puts but a whole other layer it. on just it. Just think
1: about it for a second.
0: Uh, well, that's really... There's not
1: many places you could just See, go and just you know, grab I actually, you sushi. Just, but you can grab a slice anyway. You just
0: backed me right into a corner. Yeah. That is highly unfair.
1: Would you put sushi on pizza?
0: Okay, then there's... No. There's several layers to it. Layers to it. Like, good sushi over good pizza, sushi.
1: Listen, pizza gas is Gas like...
0: station, pizza over gas station, sushi, pizza. Yeah, this is a complicated okay, question. Ta- okay,
1: yes. Yeah, so we're talking about... You're talking about kind of ranges of where you're going to have it. This is a complicated it. question. I will choose pizza... As my uh, as my death row food before sushi? Huh.
0: Well, because they're not going to give you the good sushi on death row. What are they going to go pick it up from you Roku? Know. Who
1: knows? You're going death row. They should. They better be giving me the best sushi. I don't
0: know if you molested I want if you molested a bunch of kids and murdered a bunch of people. I'll I hope break out of prison. I hope if they're, if they're not they bringing bring that guy sugar fish.
1: I'll break out of prison. Huh. <laughs> no, but I, I, I would definitely choose pizza for me. Hmm. I like. Look at th- me. I like pizza. that you threw
0: this back on me. But yeah. That was that but was. This
1: is my my answers. You're, you want you want. I to, know, but
0: you were like gas station bad. Now oh, I am just. I'm
1: kind of just. Yeah, all, right.
0: all right, all right.
1: Go ahead. Ford Let's, Ford ahead. Bronco
0: or International Scout.
1: International Scout. Really? Yeah, Scouts are great. They my are my cool. buddy Chris used to have one. It's a really cool car.
0: Cool. All right. Chocolate fondue or cheese fondue? Mm. I, I don't even know how I don't even know how I would answer it. I would say depends cheese. On of, would it say depends cheese. on the type of cheese. It depends on the type of cheese because if it's like that gross is it craft dark cheese. Chocolate?
1: Is it queso? Okay, let's go to... the queso we ate let's, in Austin? Because I talk, might choose that.
0: Let's talk melting pot. You know that place? That place is wonderful. Yeah,
1: but I, I've... Oh. Wait, there's a melting pot? Where? I've um, been to one in San Diego.
0: Uh, I think there's one in the valley here. One you know, in San Diego or maybe, is I went, or maybe I went to one in Tennessee with my sister.
1: I think I found a, a fingernail in my, case, in my uh, fondue. Okay.
0: You know what? You just basically pot. took down melting pot so let's as go a company. With chocolate. That was disgusting. All right. Jimmy Kimmel or Jimmy Fallon? Kimmel. Me too. Oh, obviously because my Jill's my friend, but also Fallon I just love, me. I I love I love mean, Jimmy Kimmel. I
1: mean, I like Fallon, but he's a little. I don't know. Kimmel's Kimmel. Kimmel's a little more of a guy's guy,
0: and he's also like, <laughs> yeah, he's cool, political, emotional, intelligent. I like him. Yeah, all
1: right. yeah, he is. He's actually really intelligent.
0: What's your most overused emoji? I don't.
1: I don't. And
0: really not all. S- and not all the hearts you send me. I
1: would say the uh, all the pizza the ones.
0: You send pizza ones?
1: No, I don't know. I'm, I I don't really use them that much, do I? Not really. Maybe the shark. I've used the shark a lot. Like, I've what's never up, shark?
0: seen Ugh. you use the shark one.
1: No, I don't, because I, I don't really use. Is it. that
0: really how you interact with your guy friends? Like, what's up, shark? <laughs> no, Here's no, a no, shark no. emoji. <laughs> no, because I'm, I'm a man. <laughs> no, no,
1: no, no. Please, <laughs> let don't me want. just show man a little of my intelligence here on this uh, podcast.
0: <laughs> okay, so you're the owner of a web design company. What is the most obnoxious frequently asked question you get? And actually, I would like you to ask me back. The question for when I was an Airbnb host and essentially concierge.
1: But the most obnoxious question I get is a web design.
0: Yeah, so like you, so Christian owns a web order. design company. Like he mm-hmm. makes people's websites and is really good at art and graphic design, all that shit. Hire him if you want. Anyways, what's the most obnoxious question you get asked? Or you can have like three.
1: Make the logo bigger. Huh. It's a very obnoxious question because you're designing. Sometimes something it and doesn't
0: n- even look good bigger.
1: Yes, and you know. You kind of have an idea of you know the layout and how it fits properly and how people are going to and, and and especially with the advent of, of of like a lot of users um using mobile to look at websites now. I mean mm-hmm. it's like seventy percent of people look at websites on their on their mobile. Phone. Oh, so you
0: don't want yeah like a oh, a logo that's going to look right. horrible.
1: So, so well, you have different ways that people are looking at it and they're like make the logo bigger and you're like well we designed this you know from mm-hmm. say mobile up you know like from mobile to desktop huh. and you know we're showing them different versions of how this looks and then make it bigger and you're like no this is how it's going to fit this is the touch area this is you know like that kind of stuff so and
0: people just kind of get in their own like they don't like they're they not just, hearing you say like they're just like, i want I,
1: egotistically saying i want to be bigger
0: that would be like me being like you being like hey your name and your head shot you can't even see it but me just being like i want a billboard size
1: it's like guys who carry on guns and who have little dicks okay you
0: know? <laughs> well, wow, that's in a whole different situation. Um,
1: it's you know it's,
0: Well, you don't have to ask me the question, but I'll tell it's you.
1: Basically, the climate right now.
0: I'll tell you the most obnoxious thing with Airbnb, and it wasn't even a question; it was just a simple lack of people not reading check-in instructions. Right. It would be like they would book my Airbnb, or like I had like thirty of them that I managed. Ugh, guys, if you get a chance, great job to have, make money on the side. Horrible emotional experience because you're essentially like. You're the hotel. Well, I guess I didn't own the places I was helping rent out, but let's just say I'm the reservations desk, and then I'm the concierge because they want restaurant re- recommendations, and then I'm also the concierge where I'm giving them directions around places, and then I'm the person that walks them through how. To, so not like a bellhop, but the bellhop is essentially like, like here's the key, how's that? So I'm walking them through that over the phone, whatever. So
1: you're like valeting their cars into the garage, <laughs> no. and you're out there like, can no. I take your bags in, sir?
0: I never even Imagine
1: that was you you had to do that in Airbnb. I never
0: even I never even visited half the Airbnb. Wouldn't that Airbnbs be a, actually site? a
1: cool service to have at your Airbnb? Like you just hire somebody who's there to valet a car. Yeah, but
0: I can't. And I, you, I can't and handle that.
1: And, no, the whole it just be like kind of like somebody pulls up and they're like, "Yeah, we'll, we'll park yeah, your car listen, and we'll, was, we'll let me take your bags in."
0: I was managing a lot of like apartments. <laughs> like one bedroom of That's apartments in Hollywood. It's like
1: you, someone pulls into to a house and they're like, "Where are you parking my car?" Like right here. And then they just take it in and they take the bags in.
0: That would be cool if you Airbnb, that was one Airbnb. Valet. But if there was I was managing like 30 of them. There was really no way to do that. Oh, I was also... Airbnb the, Bellhop. I was, I was also the person that told the housekeepers where to go. So I was the head of housekeeping as well. Anywho, I think the most obnoxious Did question... Did
1: you clean the toilet ever?
0: Yes, I had to. So I had to clean a whole Airbnb several times when we didn't have to have housekeepers. So I'd have to go in and what do it. you the one myself? telling
1: me about somebody who Airbnb... They Airbnb their place and then someone rented it out and she dyed her hair red in the tub and there was like... Red No, But, Red no, but let the me, but let let me like just tell you. Scene. No,
0: but let me just tell you how hard it is to get spray tans out of bedding and girls' makeup and then it's amazing to me that spray tans? It's amazing to me that girls still do this. Listen, there's amazing is that girls that get spray tans, they know that it dyes sheets, but then when they stay in the Airbnb and then you're like, Hey, when you checked out, there's orange shit over the sheet. We tried to bleach it, it can't come out. They're like, Oh my god, I do it all the time and you can totally get the spray tan on the sheets. I'm like, That's that's not true.
1: Didn't Donald Trump kill the spray tan? (laughs) I could have swore he did.
0: (laughs) Okay. But the most obnoxious question overall was you'd send them check-in instructions with like detailed ones that you worked really hard on it. And then they would never read them and then they would get to their be and call you and they'd be like, I don't understand. There's this black box on the door. I'm like, yep, it's the lock box. And then they'd be like, well, how do I get in? What's the code? I was like, and then you have to just be like, oh, I sent it to you, but I can walk you through it. But really you want to be like, how arrogant do you have to be to just not even read the instructions?
1: All right. Yeah, I would. I just not got angry. Able to deal with that sort of customer service.
0: Okay, back to your quick fire questions.
1: Let's do it. If
0: you had to choose one of these two bands to listen to for the rest of your life, and you can't listen to the other one ever again, and these are kind of random—they're not okay. random, but they're not really associated—would you choose War on Drugs or the Rolling Stones?
1: Rolling by the way, Stones. oh sorry.
0: By the way, guys, War on Drugs is the makeout band. I know I messaged you back a lot, about it, but it is. Go ahead. You'd say Stones, Rolling Stones. I think I would too. Yeah, because sometimes War on Drugs just makes me feel sad.
1: I I think the the deeper understanding that the the latest album for War on Drugs is mm-hmm. is incredible, mm-hmm. but prior to that, the rest of their albums are just okay. Like yeah. they're good, but there's only like a few songs on each album that are like tolerable. The Rolling Stones it's library not tolerable. is I they're mean, wonderful. I mean, they're, they're, they're wonderful. Kind of, they make you sad. They're just not like yeah. They're they're not.
0: You're not driving down the road rocking out to them. It's not
1: the Rolling Stones. I mean, you just so much more music to listen yeah. to from the Rolling Stones than there True. would be the... I don't know why I'm explaining this. This is a... You know, I'm just saying. Rolling Stones.
0: Okay, cool. Okay. Mountains or the beach? Ooh. Ooh. I'm going to say... You sound like Barry, Barry White there?
1: Ooh. <laughs> Whoa. I'm going to say... Uh,
0: can't get enough. Yes, I him. <laughs>
1: can't get enough. YOLO, Berba. I'm going to say uh, oh, the mountains.
0: That was what I would say, too.
1: Just because, I don't know, it, that's tough because I love skiing and I love surfing, but I'm better skier, so that's probably why I would choose the mountains. Oh,
0: so this is more about you showing off your athletic ability. Yes. Okay, cool. Exactly. All right, final question. Do you think I have a voice of an angel when I sing?
1: I think you have a voice of an angel when you talk, but when you, I don't know, when you sing, it might be a little bit questionable
0: i have the worst singing voice and frankly talking voice ever
1: no your talking voice is great
0: mm, all right thanks
1: yeah you have a successful podcast here.
0: well i don't know why i have a speech impediment but that's on cindy for not fixing that's me yelling at my mom they told my mom when i was in third grade they were like we think rachel needs speech therapy my mom was like she's fine and now years later my mom's like i can't understand what you're saying i'm like well i think that's on you cindy
1: You're blaming your mom for your speech impediment.
0: Well, she didn't get me get it fixed at the appropriate age.
1: I think it's on you now. All right, sure. We need to let this go. Okay.
0: (laughs) I need therapy. I have to tell you, I am obsessed with my new Quip toothbrush. Uh, I got it about a month ago, and now I brush my teeth probably four times a day just because it makes my teeth feel so white and bright and healthy and clean. And, you know, when it comes to your health, brushing your teeth is one of the most important parts of your day. And Quip knows that. They've combined dentistry and design to make a better electric toothbrush. And the guiding pulses alert you when to switch sides, making brushing the right amount of effortless. And because the thing that cleans your mouth should also be clean, Quip's subscription plan refreshes your brush on a dentist-recommended schedule, delivering a new brush heads every three months for just $5, including free shipping Worldwide, Quip is backed by a network of over 10,000 dental professionals, including dentists, hygienists, and dental students. Most toothbrushes don't get named one of Time Magazine's best inventions of the year, but Quip did. And find out for yourself why. And I have an offer for my listeners. Quip starts at just twenty-five dollars, and if you go to getquip.com/be here right now, you'll get your first refill pack free. With a Quip electric toothbrush, that's your first refill pack free at getquip.com slash here. That's G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash here. Do you want to have the most comfortable night sleep ever? Well, then you need to get involved with Nectar Sleep. It's America's most comfortable mattress for a cloud-like experience. At Nectar, they believe in love at first night. However, for the cynics out there, they give a 365-day 365 nights to discover that happily ever after feeling. So if you aren't 100% happy and riding into the sunset, they'll pick up the mattress for free and you'll get a full refund. Not that you're going to want to send it back because I sleep like a baby on my Nectar Sleep Mattress. The Nectar Sleep Mattress is 11 inches deep. So yes, bigger is better. And it utilizes a five-layer technology that no other mattress on the market has. Nectar promises a forever warranty on your mattress. Yes, they do mean forever, as in death to do you part, and then some. You wake up pain free because their memory foam meets your body's contours and gives pressure point relief. And I have an exclusive offer for my listeners. If you buy now, you'll get $125 off and two free premium pillows with any mattress order and free delivery. That's NectarSleep.com. N is a Nancy. E-C-T-A-R-S-L-E-E-P.com com slash be here, and you're gonna get the best sleep you've ever had for every night of the rest of your life and then some. Okay, so we're in the quinta now, but um, uh, what is it, Wednesday? Over the weekend, my best friend from high school, Sabrina, surprised me and came to visit. And we had a blast.
1: Sabrina's fun.
0: She's so fun. Sabrina's really fun. Sabrina is a good time. Good time, Charlie, if you will. So you showed us some cool new things. Did I? Yeah, like the Dresden. Oh, yeah. Explain what the Dresden is. You guys should go there if you... And Marty and Elaine, if you're ever in, LA. yeah, the
1: Dresden's just kind of an old restaurant, lounge, bar. Uh, Marty and Elaine are a lounge act, and you know the Dresden got kind of popular uh, from uh, Swingers, that movie Swingers. Mm-hmm. If you've never seen it, check it out. Um,
0: are you doing the PR for Swingers? Yeah,
1: I'm actually uh, Vince Vaughn's. Yeah, PR I mean, I think the guy.
0: movie did pretty well. I mean, I don't know if you need to up their sales, but
1: it did great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for an <laughs> independent film, it was a uh, an amazing film. Um,
0: but explain what Marty and Elaine but are Mar- it's awesome. Marty
1: and Elaine are just an old lounge act. They're, they're kinda,
0: like in their 70s or yeah, more.
1: Yeah, I believe they're married. They've been playing the Dresden, I think, every Wednesday to Saturday or Tuesday to Saturday night mm-hmm. for 35, 40 years almost. Yeah, um,
0: but they're, I got to be honest, they're kind of divas. I was yeah. a little starstruck. I, I met uh, Elaine in the bathroom. And I was like, you guys are so good. I'm like, you're so pretty. And she was like, thanks. Like, and then just the like pivoted and walked away from me. I was like, well, all right.
1: Well, she was sitting on the toilet and you were standing in the stall. When no, I wasn't. The shut
0: up. <laughs> she like went in to like fix her makeup and I was like, you're doing so, thank you for this is so awesome. She was like, mm-hmm, bye.
1: And then uh, Marty put out the, they, they always put out their their vinyl like they mm-hmm. kind of like put it in each corner of the of the of the and bar. Is that for
0: people to buy or are they just? Yeah, yeah. No, it? I, oh, bought, okay. I
1: actually bought it for my brother. He plays <laughs> he plays at dinner parties and stuff. That's funny. I bought him I bought him uh, Marty and Lane's album because uh, you know he's big into vinyl. But um, and uh, he puts them out. And and uh, Mary, one of the one one of our one of our friends that was there, she picked up. Uh, she picked one up and he was like, "Take this one." And he handed it to her, and, and there was no record inside. She thought he, she thought she was like, "Oh, he gave me one." And she put her hand in. And there was no there was no record inside. It was just. Marty, Marty he was, was just like, basically like, "You can look at this one. Yeah, you can look at what our songs are." Yeah, Marty's
0: are. like, "I'm not handing out free shit." Yeah. to no one. She like He's like, "I've been doing this for years." I wonder if they make. I wonder if they have a deal with the Dresden. And they actually make quite a bit of money.
1: Oh uh, yeah, I'm sure they do great. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm, I don't know about great, but you know, I mean, they could be living in a van down by the river. But the they are. uh They've been doing this for a long time, so I'm sure they're... I think
0: it's pretty cool. They live in the dream. I would do stand-up just in one lounge if that's they, at all. Anyone they would do stand-up for
1: there, forever? I think. That. They, they do have other... They have bands come in sometimes. The other night, they had this really cool band playing there.
0: Well, set it up, But the, Dres- the
1: Dresden's a cool... Uh, Dresden's a really cool place. I, I, I mean, I haven't I haven't eaten there in a while. I don't know if the food is...
0: I bet it's like food that's like stuck in the 60s, but it's probably really It's like prime really good. rib. Well, I love prime rib. Yeah. The venue's really cool too. It's in what was it in Silver Lake or Los Feliz?
1: It's in Los Feliz. It's on um it's on uh Hillhurst.
0: Okay. We're just doing LA recommendations here. Let's do it. Um okay. So then we spent a really fun weekend in LA and then Spring and I ditched Christian and we spring and I drove down to uh La Quinta to surprise my parents because God M O B that's Mike O'Brien and S O S O B C O B Cindy O'Brien. They had another bad run of luck. Maybe I'll talk about it later, but uh, don't worry. Mike's health is good and Cindy looks like she's 12 still, but I wanted to make him happy, so I came down here and uh, I would gotten this gift for my dad and ended up finding this great gift for my mom. So anyways, and Sabrina's always just makes my parents happy because she makes my dad laugh. Yeah. And um, so Sabrina stayed one night here and she's a flight attendant. So the next day on Monday, I had to make sure she got back to some airport, but I wasn't sure if I wanted to, go back to LA or stay in Palm Springs or whatever. So she ended up getting a flight out of Ontario, which is essentially an hour and a half from Palm Springs, heading back to LA, hour from LA. But I really wanted to show her Joshua tree because it is the most magical place ever. And Joshua tree is essentially 45 minutes to an hour from my house here. Yeah. And then just to explore it, you want to spend a lot of time. I mean, Christians camped there. How many times? Probably
1: many. Uh, I can't count how many times, but, um,
0: you said like 50 times or something you've been there I mean, like that's
1: embellishment a little yeah. bit but but um yeah there's a there's there's ways to do it there's um you can you can reserve camping out there and mm-hmm. i recommend uh indian cove mm-hmm. and i actually recommend spe- specific two specific spots um one hundred and one hundred and one. and 101 yeah. because most of the sites are on a dirt road and the mm. Rangers come around and, you know, you don't want to be a, an asshole and go well, out there and have rec- like, I'm not
0: recommending any of my female listeners to go camping by themselves. No, no,
1: no, definitely not. But yeah. I'm not recommending to, I'm, all, I'm only saying this and I'm not recommending to, you know, destroy the vegetation and go out there. I mean, they do have rules, but they can be kind of annoying. You don't feel like you're camping when a car is constantly driving around. Mm-hmm. So these two spots and definitely respect the rules of the park, but these two spots are behind this big boulder mm-hmm. and, surrounded by boulders you're kind of it's kind of a private little area and you have there's like a little cave that you can kind of climb in and build a fire in and the the stars are amazing it's 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 definitely the two best spots in this campground called indian cove so cool then there's another one called Black Rock, which is mm-hmm. not as great. Um, and then you can drive into the park and it's first come, first serve in yeah. a lot of the different areas. But you can it. also
0: just do take a day trip. Yeah, right? like, no, I've yeah. never camped. I'm just I mean,
1: speaking on the camping. But yeah. yeah, you can just go in and totally explore the park.
0: Yeah, and if you guys haven't been there, I, my listeners, it, so I thought Joshua Tree was just, because I've been in Palm Springs, you know, for most of my life. And I just thought it was going to be like, oh, it's going to look like Palm Springs, but there's going to be a few Joshua Trees around. When you get into it, especially from the, so Joshua Tree is also a city. If you come in from that main entrance, you're closest. I mean, you still have to drive like 20 miles almost. Well, maybe not. Maybe 10 miles to get to the part where it is the coolest place I've ever seen. It almost looks like you're going to see a dinosaur like come over from the mountains. It's a, it's completely prehistoric looking. It's yeah. unlike anything I've ever seen. If you were ever in Palm Springs or even LA, take a day trip out there. So it was cool. all
1: underwater one day. You it know was? that? Yeah, that's yeah. how it formed. <laughs> it's so
0: cool. So... Sabrina and I decided, like, the day she was supposed to be at the airport. So she got her flight out at 5 p.m. from Ontario. And Ontario is about an hour and a half from Palm Springs. And I decided by the morning, like, I'm going to drop her off, then just come back to Palm Springs. I want to be with my parents more. So Sabrina and I leave at, like, maybe 8.30 a.m. from my house to go up to Joshua Tree. And I was the driver, so I just said, Sabrina, just Google Joshua Tree National Park and just direct me there. Well, unfortunately, she directed me to an entrance I've never been to, so we basically drove through the entire park to get to the really cool part I wanted to yeah, show her. Yeah, because there
1: is a part that's the more it's, it's more the, north it's, of side of the park is better. The south side is really kind of you get less Joshua trees; it gets a little more like yeah, chola cactus did, uh, and kind of yeah, kinda, yeah kinda and it, and it basically and just
0: looks yeah, kind of looks like I mean, yeah. like one of the one of the turnout lookout point was like is like fried liver point. I'm like, I can see why they call it that. It was like points. it looks like a fried liver. I don't know; it's not that exciting. But um, but anyways, so it took us, like, 45 minutes to get to the entrance. She Googled And we, I, we pull up to it, and I'm like, uh, Sabrina, this is not where I've ever been. And you also lose cell phone service when you yeah. get to Joshua Tree. It's in the middle yeah. of nowhere. And Sabrina's never been there. And I told her, like, when we go for a hike, everything does look the same when you get to the cool part. I was like, you have to just be paying attention. Like, there's... We... People get lost there and like die all the time. There
1: were, there's a couple that just died. That's yeah, really
0: sad. Yeah, so my mom's like, you and Sabrina shouldn't go. I'm like, we're fine.
1: Well, I mean, if you, you they they hiked off into like yeah. you know off like I think there's like a trail called Ryan's Trail or something they hiked off of or something. Well,
0: like that. based on the timeline that we planned and the bad entrance, and then this whole incident with a car, um, we basically just got to walk in and take a photo. <laughs> so. Anywho, I guess I'm just, uh, the car thing. Sabrina,
1: well, me- Sabrina mentioned she wants to go back and camp there, so Yeah.
0: Well, I don't know if I should mention this car thing. I'll think about it. Maybe I'll mention it on the next podcast, but it wasn't my fault. You lose the car? No. 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 Uh no, I the car had to- was on fire. No, no, no. Anyways, so we, uh, we we're at the wrong entrance. So it takes us let's just say it takes us an hour to get to the cool part. And then there was this incident with the car. And then by the time we got to see everything. We basically had to leave. But what we didn't plan for was that when we left at 8.30 a.m., we're in the low desert here. It was like 55, um, but it was supposed to get up to like the 70s here. And I just wasn't thinking that we were going to the high desert. The temperature dropped. and Then we got closer, like or not closer, but we got like midway, and it turned to like 9 something a.m., and it was like 65. We're like, oh, awesome. We pull into Joshua Tree. It's like 46 degrees, and I'm wearing shorts and a tank top and a very light sweatshirt.
1: Oh man. So then
0: I spent $200 at the gift shop just to wear layers. Right. So anyways, we uh it basically
1: get cold there. It, it gets super well, hot it's high desert in it's the summer, it's freezing.
0: Summer, it was freezing.
1: Yeah, it gets cold.
0: Well, should I have planned better? Yes. How what was I supposed to know? Oh, that's that why well, they have a gift shop. I also could have just googled, that's why the but I also could have just googled the weather up there.
1: Yeah, you should have pulled out your phone and looked at Google or the weather app.
0: I just figured like what how much difference can it be? And it's sunny. Well, it was freezing. So we also couldn't even stand being outside. It was so windy for more than like two seconds.
1: Yeah. Uh, I've camped there in December. I've camped there in September. September, it was like 100 degrees, it seemed like. And then December, it was like 40 at night and windy. What did you do at night? Just built a fire, drank Jack Daniels or something. Were you by yourself? No I, no, I was out there with, with people. but uh, I mean, I, I would camp there by myself. Totally. You're such a
0: Marlboro man. Totally. Such a mountain Just man.
1: Rugged. Oh, Jesus. Rugged spirit here.
0: Oh, God damn it. <laughs> <sighs> it's those leg tattoos. Anyways. Oh, God. Christian had to show his leg tattoos for the first. I, I would have been waiting for the day. He's got these two tattoos that are not that bad on the back of his calves. Let's not do this. I don't care. I'm doing it. (laughs) And I'd been waiting for the day that he came to visit in Palm Springs and was wearing a pair of short shorts or just regular shorts, whatever.
1: I don't really wear short shorts. No, they're
0: not short, but just shorts by the pool. They're not shorts. No, they're not even shorts. In front of my folks. And when my mom and Christian and I went hiking this morning and, and he put on his shorts, I was like, yes, the day has come. And I went into my mom's room. I was like, mom, today's the day that you get to feast your eyes on the leg tattoos. Then she's I'm she's like they're not that bad, Ray. I've been to. She goes, I've been to a lot of swimming parks in Tennessee. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my...
0: she's gosh. funny.
1: That's hilarious. No,
0: she she actually does. She didn't even notice them. She, but my parents think I'm mean to you. Honestly,
1: I think you're mean to me. When I told
0: my dad that I got mad at you on Saturday and I called you a pussy, my dad was like, Ray. Or my dad he doesn't talk like that. He was like, don't like don't, like basically like what do you do like he's not, <laughs> like what are you doing that is so mean. I'm like. Whatever. I mean, I
1: didn't care. I was just like, a pussy? Well, okay.
0: I like, I don't know. I shorthand things. I just like to like, whatever. It was a term of endearment. Anyways. Uh, it,
1: that, that actually is kind of how I take those things because, you know, we, uh, growing up in New York, that's just how, you, the, the more, the meaner you are to somebody, the, it's the more the more uh, admiration you have for them.
0: Oh, well, let's not get ahead of ourselves.
1: But that's really yeah. how it is. So, I mean, that's why I don't really, no, it doesn't really I know. affect me.
0: I know. Well, Christian, you have not heard the Mexican restaurant story.
1: Uh do I want to hear this story? I
0: don't know cuz it's my Well, you know what, we already talked about the inc- the incidents when we were traveling together and I was afraid to like go to the bathroom in front of you. All right. I have the worst luck. Oh no. So, I didn't shit my pants, don't worry. Was there so, a michelada involved? No. Oh. So, because I'm always hungry, even though I had breakfast I think before we left, um We finish at Joshua Tree and we know that we have to get back to my house and basically pack something in his bags for me to drive for an hour and a half to Ontario, the Ontario airport and back. Uh, It's Ontario, California, not Canada. I don't know why I had to explain that. Anyways, so we get into the town of like Yucca Valley, which is just outside of Joshua Tree and we pull over at this like awesome hole in the wall, family owned Mexican restaurant. By the way, delicious. I can't remember the name.
1: I is even, coming back from Joshua Tree yeah Yucca so we went there we went the right
0: thing. way we went, went 29 palms and then the 10 back down we right. accidentally went there the wrong way like, so you
1: guys didn't go to pappy and, Har- and harris Harri-
0: i know we didn't have time it's uh, right that it's like we're, we're right by the exit to go to pappy and Harri- uh, not the exit but the turnoff
1: that's a place to go i know
0: i want to anyways so we stop at this mexican restaurant and i'm so hungry and we're also in such a hurry that like we go up to the waiter and we're like hey and I don't mean to assault waiters. I'm just hungry. I ended up leaving him like a $20 tip or something just because I'm like, God, embarrassing. And then I just, as so many other things happen. So I'm like, hey, we don't have that much time. Is it okay if we just grab a table? We're just going to order quickly. He's like, you can order now. And we're like, no, we need to look at the menu real quick. So we order a couple tacos and we both, we both eat like a whole basket of chips which, by the way, halfway th- I might gross you guys out, but like halfway through, I looked at Sabrina and I was like, "We just we both had to like use the like they're like a nice porta potties at Joshua Tree, but just to like pee." And there was yeah. like no hand sanitizer there, and so when we got to this restaurant and like halfway through eating the chips, I was like, "We're disgusting." I was like, "I need to go wash my hands." Like I can't believe we were just touching these chips. So I go wash my hands. In this, how are you going to camp? No, it's not even that. You bring, I- hand I bring hand sanitizer. Bring sanitizer. but it's more just like we like. Am I gonna be eating chips and guac camping? No, I'll Why probably. Not? I know how to camp. I've camped one in... with the earth, Christian. I camped a million times when <laughs> I was a kid. I said oh, I just like slept outside many times, just like in the back of trucks and stuff. Did,
1: when your front lawn passed out,
0: probably. Ah, I think my parents wouldn't let me do that. <laughs> so I go to the like one person bathroom. It's like a one person woman's bathroom, and then there's a one person men's bathroom. And they were like doing some work on the men's bathroom. I noticed, so there were some workmen around. And so I go to the bathroom to like wash my hands. I was like, oh, I'll pee again. And I noticed that like the toilet was like, and they had one of those big signs. It was like, don't put toilet or paper towels in the toilet, whatever. And, and so when I flushed the toilet to go pee, I was like, oh, this thing's draining slow. Like, okay. they got a little bit of a plumbing problem. Wash my hands again, move on, move on my way. So then we, we are, I go back, our food comes and then we're about ready to close out. And I was like, Sabrina, I think I have to go to the bathroom. I was like, just give me like two minutes and then, yeah, it's going to hit. So I had to go number two. Shut up, Christian. I'm disgusting. I know. What's number two?
1: Shut up. Can you explain?
0: i would go go straight to hell. (laughs) Anyways, so I forgot that the toilet wasn't flushing properly, but I really had to go to the bathroom and then we were going to be back on the road for another hour. And then, by the way, I I had to drive an hour and a half to drop her off and then an hour and a half back essentially in traffic, which ended up being more like a four hour trip. So... I was you should like, have
1: stopped at the Integratron when you had to do the number two and did a sound bath and see if you could have done it.
0: I don't know. <laughs> so I go to the bathroom and then it doesn't flush. And I'm like, fuck. There is a plunger sitting right there though. And I was like, well, I used to manage apartment buildings and I, everyone else had a plunger freaking toilet. I was like, I could do this. But then I heard someone like outside, like they tried to open the door. I was like, there's probably some lady waiting. Like It was like, it was like, It was like a a moral decision. I was like, what do I I was like, ah, but I don't want to make her wait. But then I have to explain myself. And so I was like, but then she's going to hear me plunging. So then I swing open the door and I was about to be like, hey, I'm so sorry. I think it's broken in there. It was totally not me. I had a whole plan in place. And so I opened the door and it's actually one of the workmen, but I wasn't. But then I freaked out that like I racially profiled him and and then I went into spiral. So I opened the door and it's actually one of the workmen and he was going to install like something new in there or maybe fix the toilet. I don't know. And I was like, hey, do you work here? But then he was wearing what looks like a hiking hat. And I was like, oh, but maybe he doesn't work here. And I was like, or but if you don't, like it's totally fine. To and he was like, yeah. And I was like, so I didn't do this, but like I think your toilet's messed up. I was like.
1: You are like, I went to sit down and. Yeah, I was like, wow. Then I noticed somebody <laughs> backed this up.
0: Yeah, and so. <laughs> I was like, I was like, uh, I was like, I can totally fix it. I see the plunger, but like, I just wanted to let you know. And he was like, oh no, it's okay. And I was like, no, but I totally can do it. And then I went into more of a spiral and I was like, I used to manage apartment buildings. Like, I know that you have like a toilet paper, like a paper towel problem in there. I was like, people are awful. And he's like,
1: he's like let me get the snake. Damn
0: it. <laughs> he, was like, he basically was like laughing at me. And then I walked up to the table to Sabrina and I was like, we need to put down 50 bucks and never come back to this restaurant ever again but then i got 50 jeez no it wasn't it was like i like put money down and then Should've just like walked out i that shut up and then i got even more awkward as we were walking out because he was that same guy went to go like the front or something i was like thank you so much like bye that wasn't okay bye was like bye shitter <laughs> why do these things happen to me
1: it's uh it's the irish luck
0: yeah it is
1: you know how Irish luck, luck works right now. Yeah.
0: Well, Christian told me, so there my parents had this horrible thing happen and it happened on St. Patrick's Day. And, you know, my last name's O'Brien. And I said to Christian, I was like, I can't believe it happened on St. Patrick's Day. And Christian goes, you went luck of the Irish. well, And uh, I was like,
1: well, then I was
0: I like it's kind of the opposite. And you were like, that's actually what it means. Explain
1: yeah, it. Yeah, well, well, there's a couple of different stories about behind that, like from what I've heard growing up half Irish. One story is that I guess it's during the mining. I guess when 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 they were mining, mm-hmm. uh the Irish always seemed to come out with the gold or whatever it was or wh- whatever they were mining for. Mm-hmm. And um and I don't remember who coined this story. I, I don't remember the whole story, but I know that it had something to do with the fact that they would get to the the, the gold first, and people would say, "Hey, that's the luck of the Irish," because they were like, "The well, Irish was, are not smart enough." It was to say they're to not be smart be able, enough. They're yeah. not smart enough to be able to you know to to figure this out, so they get the gold. yeah. Back. Then the other thing is that a lot of a lot of uh a lot of unlucky things seem to happen to people who are Irish, so they would they since the Irish have like a you know a great spirit, uh they, they have would have a positive they attitude, positive, a great, attitude, sense great sense of humor. They would they would uh, use the term luck of the Irish as a way of saying, hey, you know, like things will turn around. Mm-hmm. Things will turn around. It, it'll just be lucky for us. And I love it. So um, I, I don't know if I explained that great. No,
0: no, I love it. Well, actually, this is the, well, this would explain the gift I gave to my dad. Um, one day I'll explain the horrible thing that happened. But um, so when the, when the thing happened, Christian said this to me and I was like, it made me feel so much better and I wanted to find a way to make my dad feel better. And when I was a little kid, um, when he was really sick, uh, well, when he told me he was dying of cancer, I told him there's a thing called the old Irish blessing. And I had told him like, Hey, if you do go, like, I want to have this on your tombstone and whatever. And like, blah, 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 blah. And then I made him this, this, I can't b- find, b- I can't remember if I found it in the store on my eighth grade trip or if I made it and framed it. But the old Irish blessing is basically like, may the road rise to meet you. May the wind be at your back. Wait, may the road rise to meet you. May the sun shine upon your face, the wind be at your back, and until we meet again, may God hold you in the palm of yeah, may God hold, whatever button, yeah. yeah, anyways, so I had made that forum like you know let's call it five years ago because I'm only twenty um but when this happened, I when Christian told me that, I was like, oh my God, this is perfect, so I got the thing framed, and this is basically I found all the 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 uh information online about basically what you had told me and I made this beautiful thing with like this four leaf clover which is his logging emblem and uh, hold on I'll read it but my phone's how do I make my phone not do this okay I figured out how to Let's read just say the it luck off, of the I Irish
1: heard, doesn't come with an iPhone X yeah
0: shush. so well because I saved a photo of it on my phone so luck of the Irish this isn't luck at all but more of an attitude a positive look at a bad situation I actually believe this could be with any mm-hmm. but it just happens to be the luck of the Irish but I'm any or, you know any uh, what is it ethnicity or what is the word ethnicity yeah so the irish didn't survive a potato famine and being treated as third-class citizens upon their arrival to the u.s by not having a positive outlook and a great sense of humor fact is the irish are indeed very fortunate people they are proud of themselves their country and culture hard-working funny but they had to earn it during the gold and silver rush years in the second half of the 19th century a number of the most successful miners were of irish and irish american birth Over time, this association of the Irish with mining fortunes led to the expression, luck of the Irish. Of course, it carried with it a certain tone of derision, sorry, as if to say, only by sheer luck as opposed to brains could these fools succeed. And then I wrote at the bottom, Dad, were Irish strong, love Ty and Rachel. Anyways, I just think it's kind of a cool, cool, I don't know, made me feel better. Hell, I'll take anything to make myself feel better besides drugs. And I don't even drink that much anymore, everyone, but I still enjoy 12 cocktails. If it's around no more like four now, um, okay, moving on, yes, I embarrassed myself at the Mexican restaurant, but then I was hungry again, so on the way home from Ontario, I stopped at an Italian restaurant and ate meatballs, but that's besides the point.
1: Italian restaurant in Ontario. No drove over to the I was after oh, I dropped no, her
0: off, phone. I was like I think I made it to like the Redlands before I was hungry again, and then I went to a Italian restaurant, ate garlic bread and two meatballs.
1: Oh, I would be scared eating Italian food in Redlands. It was
0: delicious. It was really? like a cool family-owned. I, I discovered I maybe, yeah, like two some, cool family-owned places. I'm
1: sure there's some, you know, some some bodies buried out there. Bodies buried? Yeah. You know,
0: in the Redlands. A
1: couple of holes dug in the. In the oh, because you think it's like. There. Oh, you think it's like
0: a mafia room <laughs> thing? Could be a couple thing?
1: mafia guys that are over I don't running know. some I don't hiding know. out. The
0: staff was like
1: laundering their money. Through was like mostly Italian restaurant, in Hispanic
0: and Asian. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, actually, no one that worked there was Italian actually. So, but it was delicious. So, yeah. I don't know. So, Christian and I are going to a uh, podcast with Mark Saratella.
1: Mark, you blew it. You should have <laughs> came out here.
0: Next week, because we never recapped our Austin trip, which was one of the most eventful and I think funny trips really...
1: It was a blast. It
0: was a blast, but it was, it was South by Southwest. So many bizarre and funny things happened, because frankly, Mark is so fun to travel with, and yeah, you and Mark, you and really Mark got along really well. And and Mark
1: walked up to a liquor store and we had uh, probably one of the most eventful, like hour thing. Well, it'd be sad to say that was one of the most eventful times of my (laughs) life, but it was kind of funny.
0: (laughs) Christian. I'm like, God,
1: this was, it was so eventful, like some guy wanting to battle roast with Mark in the parking lot. (laughs) So funny.
0: So I think what we're going to do is tell one story that happened to Christian and I, and then we'll end the podcast because we can't talk about Austin without Mark Saratella here.
1: Yeah, this will have to be a, a two-part series. I think so. South by Southwest with Mark Saratella.
0: So what? Mark,
1: I, Shaquille O'Neal is what he calls himself.
0: Don't blow his joke.
1: Oh, sorry. <laughs> Let's erase that.
0: So no, we won't. So explain the, this country bar that you took me to because I really wanted to see some Austin music.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Do you remember the name of it? Yeah, it's called the White Horse.
0: Oh, oh, that's the hat you're wearing. In
1: East Austin.
0: Yeah. So explain what this bar is like.
1: It's just it's just a a, a saloon. You know, mm-hmm. an old West, an old uh, Texas saloon that, you know, and they, uh, they have live music and they do line dancing. Yeah, I mean, and it's, it's, the people are doing it. Is it the two step? It's like, it's a lot of locals. It's kind of, it's it was cool. awesome. Yeah. Actually, my brother told me about it. My brother knows Austin pretty well because he has friends that live there. Yeah. And when I went to Austin, the times before that was only the South by Southwest. You, you get kind of you know locked into the yeah. you know the 6th 6th street Oh the Congress place we were at had area. nothing to
0: do with South by Southwest the White Horse No no oh.
1: no that it's that's that it's just kind of on the other side of town and they don't even have I don't think they have South by Southwest events there or anything like that oh. It's just a locals kind of place Well it
0: was awesome Yeah I met my future husband there
1: You did I you I danced
0: the two step with probably a 78 year old man
1: You had to pay him 250 bucks but you know he Did you slip him Did you slip him 250 I greased him
0: that's pretty nice of you.
1: Yeah. I was like, come on, buddy. She's, she's, lonely, she, she's
0: lonely She's lonely. She doesn't got a hope in the world. <laughs> this is her Make-A-Wish Foundation moment. Um, he was a nice man. Yeah. So Christian took me there. And let's just say we weren't apart in this bar for more than two minutes ever. We were, and we weren't even there that long. We, we, maybe when we went to the bathroom, right? So yeah. we get back to the hotel and Christian... Does like sleep talk a lot, but he was so convincing.
1: This is something that has passed, been passed down from my father. Yeah, really? He does this. Yeah, my dad told me one time he shot a giraffe or something in his sleep, and I was like, what are you talking about?
0: Oh, well, but your story could have lined up, minus the fact that I don't think quaaludes have been around since 1972. Um,
1: I don't even uh, have no recollection of this, it's just, it's this hilarious. conversation that I didn't have or did have. Oh, you
0: did. So we get back to the hotel. And um, I'm probably just like yapping at Christian, and he like falls asleep mid mid sentence of mine. Probably just like thinking, like if she, if I play, if I if I lay still, she'll stop talking. Yeah. If I won't move, if I play yeah. dead,
1: I'm gonna be a, I'm gonna play possum over here. Yeah. <laughs> so this wolf won't stop talking to me. Play
0: possum. So he like falls asleep, but I'm still talking, and then he starts like mumbling, and I'm like, oh, come on, like we were talking about something like interesting, like whatever, and he's like. Rachel, I just did a bunch of quaaludes at the bar like I'm tired and I'm like, "What?" And I was like, "Where the where the fuck did you get the time to do quaaludes? and who did you do quaaludes with?" And he said like, "I think a real like ball player probably from like the 70s, I don't know." And he was, from like, the 70s, yeah. he was like He was like he like, was watching ball. He was like I was like, "Where did you get quaaludes? I don't understand." He's like, "Whatever." He's like, "Just this ball player Johnny Pinkerton gave them to me." I am like, "I am like, that's essentially what the name sounded like." I am like, "What do you mean? Do they?" And I was like, "Do they even make quaaludes anymore?" And he's like, "Yeah, I just did some ludes." I am like, "But it added up because he was sleep talking, and what I imagine ludes would make you feel like it." And so then I was like, "Well, did you overdose? Like, do I have to stay awake? And, like, check your pulse? Like." You don't even do drugs. Like, what's going on here? And you're like, I don't know. Just chill. Just chill, Rachel. I did ludes. ludes, Just oh, chill.
1: Bro, chill out.
0: It's so funny. What an idiot. So finally, he goes to sleep, and I go to sleep. And I wake up in the morning, and I'm like, hey, what's up? Do you want some coffee? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, do you remember what you did last night? And he's like, no. I'm like, you took quaaludes with the ball player? And Christian just starts hysterically took laughing.
1: Quaaludes with the ball player. I mean, like, how stupid does that even sound? What ball player?
0: I don't know. There was no but. You made it up uh, in your I sleep. Mean, I
1: was dreaming, obviously, of
0: uh, dreaming about a better time when you yeah, could have been doing ludes yeah, with John. I was Pinkerton. like, what am I doing in
1: Austin in this, this boring hotel room? I better be doing quaaludes <laughs> with a baseball player.
0: But you said you've done this before. You did it to one of your friends in San Diego, and he believed what you were saying. But I don't. You don't remember what it was about?
1: Oh no, no. I uh, where was I? I was in. I was living in Arizona at the time. I lived in Arizona for a small, short. Period of my life, in another life of mine, and uh, I fell asleep on my couch, and I started talking about—I don't remember what it was—but he he said that I was completely sounded insane, and he wanted to take me to like, he wanted to take me to like in a uh, hospital. <laughs> he was just like you sound you sounded so crazy that I was considering calling an ambulance or or driving to the hospital because it was it was nuts.
0: My sister's been doing this her whole life. When she was little, she would tell my mom she she sleep slept walk too. She would like go into the kitchen and like, I don't know why we had a tray. There was like some sort of tray and she was like putting glasses on it. My mom like found her. Mom's like, what are you doing? She was like, I have friends over for a party. My yeah. mom's like, it's 3 a.m. You're 14. No one's here. Like Ty's been doing it so bad her whole life. Like times there's, I like, I've actually believed her. Like we went to visit her when she lived in California and she was like, there's a man climbing the balcony into the apartment. I'm like, holy shit, where is he? And she'll wow. like, and she'll get this like look in her eye where you're like, I can't tell if you're awake or not.
1: That's, it's wild because I I there's only there's only certain people that know this about me because I don't do this all the time, but there are there are situ there are people in my family that have that do certain things in their sleep. My, I have an uncle who I'm not even blood related to, who wakes up in the middle of the night and he just starts throwing punches like he's he's like fighting with the. I think he's punched my aunt and like
0: was he in Vietnam? Is there something he needs I don't to know? Work he's out? got some
1: sort of PTSD from something. And then uh, my you know my cousin Rob he yeah. he'll he'll wake up. Sometimes like screaming, like he'll like I remember he was sleeping one time and he was like I'm sick, or I was like whoa, cuz what's going? on It could on just be it? a
0: really weird dream.
1: Yeah, but he it, it's it's something I don't know. I don't. I have
0: it, lucid dreams. I had a dream the other day and it had involved Stassi. It was like i actually told on Stassi's podcast. But I woke myself up from hysterically laughing, and then when I woke up, I was like still laughing from like whatever was happening in the dream.
1: I feel like the older I get, I forget. I don't even remember my dreams
0: anymore. I, I love a good dream, though. Oh, me too. Well, on that, this podcast has been a dream. Um, do you want to say your socials and maybe your website? Like, what that's, you know your web. Thing.
1: Oh yeah, uh, um, web f- for web design. Yeah, uh, it's a uh, code exist I should change that because I can't even say it. Dot okay. com. Oh. Um, that's codeexist dot com, um, and my Instagram is Fuzzy Warbles
0: from Clockwork Orange. Very terrifying, very well done movie, but terrifying.
1: Yeah, she, you were like, why do you, is this your favorite movie ever? Yeah. You're a okay. psycho?
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, I know. It's actually a really well done movie. It's Anyways, guys. Okay, so I'm doing Greenville, South Carolina, and Charleston, South Carolina. Greenville is on August, April 26th. Charleston is on April 23rd. And the tickets right. are up on my website. It's at rachelobriancomedy.com, the ticket link. And then in May. Quick, I heard. They are? That's what I heard. Uh, he's he's the one that made the link. I don't know. And then, yeah, please come and see me so I don't think everyone hates me. Uh, So then uh, I'm going to be in May, like probably around May 24th or 25th. I'm doing a show in New York, like in the city. And then I'm going to do Boston or Philly before that or after that. And so, and maybe, 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 oh, like Jersey or something. I yeah, don't know. Hoboken? Yeah, something. Yeah, Hoboken. Yeah, so. There's
1: a there's a possibility i hope you
0: guys come and the tickets will be up on my website rachel and as always thanks for listening i have a you know i try to respond to everything if you want to email me about anything it's info at rachel that's info at r-a-c-h-a-e-l excuse me i just burped o-b-r-i-e-n.com all right bye, oh, shush. <laughs> bye.